Welcome. And now the moment we've all been waiting for. Time for the word. For the word of God is living and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Ministering today is our regional pastor, anointed woman of God, an author, a church planter, visionary leader. God has planted a word for you in her heart. Now let's sit back, remove all distractions, tune in, and be ready to receive the word which will change your life for good. Welcome to church this morning and we started a series last week on audacious faith and we say audacious faith is crazy abandon, it's childlike trust, it's conviction and absolute reliance and obedience to the word of God. We say that it is the faith that does and it is therefore focused and we said it is a faith that produces undeniable results. And so today we are going to be looking at the issue of the parade of faith or the faith parade. Um, a parade is a public procession. It's um, a celebratory procession. It's a, a day when, when you have a parade. It's, it's, it's they specially set aside a day or event. And usually there's music, there are bands, there are marching. Uh, there are people marching. Sometimes there are floats. And it's just a public procession that is joyous, that is celebratory. And it is usually done to mark an event, to mark a victory, to mark uh, something that is really, really special to a set of people. And Hebrews 11 is the Christian's parade of faith. Christ Hebrews 11 is the Christian's parade of faith. It is heaven, it is God celebrating his children who have expressed faith in his, in, in his word, who have ex, uh, uh, exhibited trust in his word, who have obeyed him, and who therefore have seen come to pass in their lives things that ordinarily defy reasonable explanation. By their faith, they have been able, they have been able to stand and watch the glory of God, the goodness of God, the power of God, the supernatural intervention of God in things that are otherwise natural. The parade of faith. And I want to say to somebody listening to me today that this story of faith is a continuing story. It's a story that is continually being written. Your part in this story is being chronicled by heaven right now. We have a chronicle of people who came before us that we read in Hebrews 11. Here we see Abraham mentioned. We see 
Abel mentioned. We see Enoch mentioned. We see Noah. We see people like Jephthah. We see people like Gideon. We see people like Rahab, Joseph, so forth and so on. So many names written in this chapter that is a parade of faith. And when these people were living their lives, I'm sure they never in their wildest dreams imagined that one day their stories will be in Hebrews 11 as heaven chronicled those who had expressed faith in a God that they had never seen. And for you who are listening today, I want to say to you, let your part be in this chapter. Let your own story be in this chapter. Let heaven chronicle you as part of this people of faith. These people who have seen that faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The substance of things hoped for. And it says that by this faith, the people of old, and I dare say you and I in today's present, will receive a good report. Hebrews 11 verse 2 says, For by it the people of old received their commendation. By faith, we will receive our commendation today. Look, we are talking about audacious faith. Audacious faith. You have to have crazy faith for crazy miracles to happen in your life. You have to go beyond the ordinary for you to step in to what God so desperately wants to do in our lives. More than you and I could ever imagine, God wants to perform miracles in our lives. Miracles is the trademark of God. It is the hallmark of God. It is the branding of God. It is by his miracle power that we talk about him today. We talk about the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. We talk about the God that opened the Red Sea. We talk about the God that took Elijah to heaven by a whirlwind, and Elijah never saw death. We talk about Enoch. Enoch who walked with God, walked so closely with God that one day Enoch just was translated into God's presence. Enoch did not know death. And for those of us who don't believe in the rapture of the church, those of us who say, oh, it's an old wife's tale, who don't believe that one day the trumpet will sound, the heavens will open, and those who profess a, a faith in Christ Jesus, they will be caught up with him in the air. Those who do not believe it, I have news for you. Enoch experienced it. And Enoch did not have the Holy Spirit in him. Enoch was not born again. Enoch, by faith, received a promise for the Gentile church that was in the future and experienced, fast-forwarded his own translation rapture experience hundreds of years before it will take place. Why am I saying this to us this morning? Because if you have audacious faith in Christ Jesus, the impossible... That which is out of season for you can come into season for you now. 
<laughs> we are told. Sarah. Sarah received strength when her body was dead. <laughs> when you talk about dead bodies, all of all of us know how it was. Well, I mean, for some of us, thank God today is grandparents' day. Grandparents will remember in their younger days what they were like, the strength that they had, the ability to run after their children. How many grandparents can today run after their grandchildren the way they used to run after their children? Why? Because with time, the body ages. With time, the body loses strength. With time, the body dies. The Bible says that Sarah's body was dead. Yet, by faith, Sarah received out of season something that should have happened in the past season of her life. Good news for anyone today who feels that their season has passed. God is the owner of seasons and times. There is no past season with God. There is no future season with God. With God, seasons are now. And by faith, you can clock into a season that should be in the future like Enoch. Or you can clock into a season that you should have experienced in your past. Like Sarah and Abraham. Audacious faith. Today we are talking about the parade of faith. I love this chapter. This is God boasting in us. God took human beings that he created and put them in his word and began to exhibit them. Say, hey, here comes the float for Abel. Abel, who gave a gift of faith. Abel, who by faith offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous. God commended him by accepting his gifts. And through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. Abel and Cain. Blood brothers, giving an offering to God. And God received Abel's offering and rejected Cain's offering. Why? Because Abel in faith, believing God, trusting God, reverentially fearing God, did not bring God grains, did not bring God leftovers, did not bring God crumbs. He brought God his very best. The best that he had. Abel brought to God. Abel gave God like Solomon did his very best. And the Bible says Abel was commended. It takes faith for you to give to God. It takes faith for you to take your best. It takes faith for you to take your first. 
It takes faith for you to take your all and give it to God. Every time we give God our best. Every time we give God our all. Every time we give God our first fruit. We receive commendation from him. Because when you give your first, when you give your best, when you give your all, you are giving in faith. You are giving in faith. There is no greater demonstration of faith than in the act of giving. When you give, it declares clearly who you believe in. The quality of what you give shows who you put your trust in. The quantity of what you give declares who you believe your source is. The Bible says, Abel offered to God. And I want you to note that in the parade of faith, the first name to be mentioned is the name of Abel. And it had to do with giving. It had to do with offering. Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain. And God commended him. Audacious faith. Enoch. The Bible tells us that Enoch by faith was taken up so he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. I pray for somebody today that those who are after you for your life will not find you. Because only God can take your life. Only God. The Bible says Enoch did not even see God. They could not even find his body. Ha! What a testimony. Because God himself had taken Enoch. There's another man in the Bible we are told that nobody found his body. His name is Moses. Where God is so jealous over a person that he will not only preserve that person's life, but will also take that person's body, that nobody will be able to find the body. Where God is so, where that person is so precious to him. I pray that we will find a special place in God by faith. Enoch, righteous, holy. God took him. He walked with God. He was not a people's person. He was not a popular man. He was not a man who people held every time he passed. But he was somebody. You cannot walk with God and walk with man. You cannot. You cannot be popular with God and be popular with man. Because the ways of men and God are totally, they are diametrically different. Our ways are not his ways. There's no way you will be a man of the people and be a man of God. Or a woman of God. It's not possible. Enoch walked with God. And was not because God took him. 
<laughs> I'm talking to us about audacious faith. Audacious faith. Where somebody will give their very best to God. They are very first to God. They are all to God. So much so that even after death, their blood is still speaking. Audacious faith. Where somebody will walk so closely with a God they have never seen. So closely to that God that God took that person. And their body was never found. Audacious faith. I'm saying to somebody listening today, your story is the next story to be chronicled in this parade of faith. You are going to be one of the people in the parade of faith. Abraham and Sarah. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out. He was called to leave his house and go to a place he had never seen. He did not know. No GPS, no Google map, no picture. God said, leave your house. Walk on the streets. Begin to live in tents. I'm going to give you a place that you have never seen. In faith, he obeyed God. How many of us will God say to us today, sell your home? And you say, yes, Lord. Ha. God is positioning me, positioning me for a bigger place. You're already happy. Yes, Lord. So when I sell it, where am I moving to? It says, wait. I will show you after you have sold your home. <laughs> you are like, really? <laughs> sell my home? And on closing day, I'm still standing there. I don't know where I'm going to be living. The Bible says to us that Abraham obeyed. When he was called to go, he left everything. How many of us can leave everything? It's only 10% God asks many of us for. And we are mathematicians. So we begin to gross and to net and to balance sheet God. He left it all. He went to a land, a, a promise, a foreign land. The Bible says, Hebrews 11 verse 9. Hebrews 11 verse 9. I want you to open and read with me. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise. As in a foreign land. Living in Tents. Where was he living in mansions? Living in tents. With Isaac, his son, and Jacob, his grandson. I mean, I, I beg your pardon. With Isaac and Jacob. He has with him of the same promise. They were living in tents. Believing. Audacious faith. No wonder God has given their descendants a land that no enemy has been able to take from them. Every time enemies come and fight them there, God returns them back. Because it is a land they received by faith. Everything you receive by faith is permanent. Ha! Everything 
you receive by faith is permanent. Nobody can take from it. Nobody can add from it. And that is why if you have received anything from God and the devil tries to tamper with it, here is the authority you have to say, no, no, no. Because whatsoever God does is forever. Nobody, no devil, no human being can add to it or subtract from it. Your blessing, your, your miracle is permanent in the name of Jesus. Abraham obeyed. And did what God asked him to do. With Isaac and Jacob. Yes, for he was looking forward to a city that has foundation whose designer and builder is God. Every time you step out in audacious faith, you are receiving from God a miracle that the designer and the creator of it is God himself. That is why you must stand. You must stand strong in faith. And the God of heaven is going to make this season a season of uncommon, incredible miracles in our lives, in our church, in this season. I want you to understand that audacious faith it's not something I sat down and thought of. It is the word of God for this season, for us in this church. And, I, and because I want us to be able to measure the truth of what I am saying to you today, I want you to take that report, wherever the report came from, whether it's a medical report, whether it's a job report, whether it's an immigration report, whether it's a business report, whether it's an educational report, whatever report that you have, I want you to take hold of it. And because you are going to need it throughout this time, we are going to be talking about this your faith. You are going to hold that report in one hand. And with the other hand, you are going to hold the report of God. Whatever your report may be, whatever your report may be, whatever anybody has said about you, they've written you, they sent you a text message. They said you are useless. They said you are no good. They said you will never make it. Whatever they might have said to you, your job sent you a report. If you have been diligently working. And they said to you. They said you are not. Doing what you are supposed to do. And you know you have been doing what you are supposed to do. What, whatever report you may have. I want you to hold that report in one hand. And I want you to hold the word of God in the other hand. And I want you to decide today, like Joshua did, 
Joshua said, choose you this day who you will serve. Whether you will serve the God of the Amorites on the other side of the river. Or you will serve the God whose name is Jehovah. He said, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hold that report in one hand. Hold the word of God in the other hand. Choose this day whose reports you will believe. Will you believe the word of God? Or will you believe the reports that you have received? Because everyone who chooses to believe the word of God, who stands in audacious faith, the God of heaven, who is the designer and the builder, the architect and the construction manager, will build a miracle in your life. That no power in hell and no human being will be able to add to or subtract from. Audacious faith. Abraham and Sarah. When everybody said, season is over, case closed, shop closed, <laughs> Abraham and Sarah produced a baby. For with our God, nothing is impossible. That's why God gave us this parade of faith in Hebrews 11. If it were today, we would have floats and bands and marches down Manhattan in front of Macy's, Macy's Day Parade, Faith Parade. And who would we see in those floats? We would be seeing Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Sarah and Abel and Noah, and Enoch, there will be the ones in that floats. There will be Sarah holding a baby with all her hair snowy white. There will be Noah in an ark on an ocean, on a river of water with his family and all the animals God had given to him, surviving a flood that lasted days on end. The parade of faith. God wants to demonstrate his power one more time. And I believe he said to Living Spring, this is your time, this is your season, this is your hour. There is a reason we are all here today after six months. What we see today is a confirmation of audacious faith of a God who has risen up to protect and to preserve his people. We make our boast in God. Because when God says, I will do something, no devil, no power, no person can add to it or subtract from it. If we are all standing today, Every one of us knows that it is only by the grace of God. It is only by the grace of God. I look at it, it blows my mind. I'm like, God, you did this. 
you did this. This can only be God. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. I said he's alive. He's the kind of God in whom we can put audacious faith. If he can do this, he can do anything. If he has done this, he can do anything. It's not because you wear your mask. It's not because you wash your hand. It's not because you are going to places you shouldn't go. Because I know. I was watch I, I went for a wedding. And I saw people there. And some of them are members of this church. And I saw what, how they were behaving to each other. And I, I know that it could only have been God that has kept all of us. I was watching something. Some, some of you at a party on Facebook, I'm like, what? People can do this in the midst of this pandemic? And here we are. Everybody standing. Will somebody praise the name of Jesus? That's why I'm calling us to audacious faith. Because when you open Hebrews 11, you see what faith secured. You see what faith procured. You see what faith delivered. And today again, that faith will deliver for us the goodness, the blessing, the miracle power of God. Once again, one more time, we will enjoy the goodness and the glory and the power and the provision of God in the land of the living. In the name of Jesus. Our story is the next story that is going to be written. In this hall of fame, the parade of faith of God. And I, again I say to us, there are witnesses on heaven's banisters watching each of us and watching what we are doing and saying, is her story the next one that will be in the hall of faith, in the parade of faith? Is his story the next one that will be chronicled in the parade of faith, in the book of Hebrews? I pray for you. I pray for you that all those who are watching you on the banisters of heaven, they will not be disappointed. That you will stand unwavering, unshakable on the word of God that cannot be broken. And I know, I know, I know that I know that I know that your story is the next one to be written in this book of the chronicles of those who believed God, audacious faith. And we will get there. As we walk like Enoch walked with God in righteousness and holiness. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Wherever you are, I want you to talk to the Lord now. Father, my story, let it be the next one that will be written. Let my testimony be the next one that will be given. 
Let me walk with you. Let me talk with you. Let me be with you, oh God, in righteousness and holiness like Enoch. And when it is time, let me go with you. But between now and when I go with you, Lord, let there be undeniable, tangible miracles in my life that will show the world that indeed you are my God. Go ahead and talk to the Lord. If you're under the sound of my voice, wherever you are, you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, you cannot, like Enoch, walk with God. Because two cannot walk together except they agree. You cannot live a life of sin and walk with God because God is a holy God. And today you want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to ask God to please forgive your sins. You want to say, Lord Jesus, come and be the Lord of my life. I want to leave my sin behind. While heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Wherever you are bowed, your head close your eyes talk to the Lord shut out everything around you say father I surrender my life to you I come to you Jesus please forgive my sins please wash away my sins please cleanse me of my sins I want to walk with you like Enoch walks with you in holiness in righteousness I want my story to be the next one that will be written in this book of the parade of faith in this hall of fame of the people of faith father lord forgive me i confess my sins i confess my sins please take away sin from my life lord jesus i invite you into my heart come and be my lord and my personal savior i surrender my life to you from now help me to live a life of holiness Help me to live a life of righteousness. I want to walk with you from today. If you have prayed that prayer, wherever you are, you can just text SAVED to the number on your screen. Text SAVED to the number on your screen. I want you to do that right now so that we can walk with you on this journey of faith because it is a journey. Go ahead and text. I'm waiting for you to text saved. I'm waiting for you. I want to pray for you right now. Go ahead, text saved to that number that is on your screen. Text it now. If you have prayed that prayer, asking God to forgive your sin and come into your life. Have you done it? Did you send that text to me? Now I want to pray for you. Lord, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Who is saying I'm living behind a life of sin and I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I pray for them, Lord. I ask that you will forgive their sins. That you will take away their sins. As they invite Jesus into their hearts, Lord Jesus, come and be the Lord of their life. From this moment, oh God, the grace to live a holy life, a righteous life, to walk with you, oh God like Enoch did. Father, give that person in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. I want to congratulate you because if you prayed, you've just been added to those who are on this journey of faith with God. The story of your faith is now being written and I can assure you that you will be part of that parade of faith. In the name of Jesus. And for the rest of us, I want us to lift up our voices. I don't know what it is you are believing God for. 
if Sarah, whose season was not only past, but generations past, could hold a baby. You are next in line. I don't like your amen. If Enoch could walk with God in the midst of a generation that we do not necessarily know whether they were godly. If Noah could be removed from sin and unrighteousness and be saved while all the sinners perished. If Abraham could live all he had and take a journey of faith with God to a nowhere, a place he did not know. And God came through and gave him a nation that no other nation on earth has been able to overcome. That tiny Israel, every time they come against her, they flee in seven ways. I don't know what you are believing God for. I don't know what reports you have in your hand. Is it a medical report? Is it an immigration report? Is it an academic report? What report did you receive? Did your husband send you a report? Did your wife send you a report? Have they written you off? What report do you have? Hold that report. Hold the word of God. I want to pray for you. Every report that God did not write. Every report that God did not write. I cancel it. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and choose which report you want. The report of man. Or the report of God. I choose this day your report, oh God. I choose this day your word, my Father. For your children, as many as I send, I choose your word, I choose your report. Lord, let the report of God. Let your report, oh God, be tangible in their life. Let your report, my Father, Take off flesh. Become a living report. A living testimony. A living miracle. In the name of Jesus. Every report, oh God, that you did not write, I cancel it with the blood of Jesus. We'll receive your report, oh God. Your report of life. Your report of deliverance. Your report of victory. Your report of breakthrough. Your report of healing. Your good report. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you, precious Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Go ahead and celebrate it. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. Awesome God. Glory be to your holy name. Amen. And amen. 
the Word is already working in you. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more messages and information about the church, please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org.